This is 20 or 20, a Dominionated podcast. My name is Miju Mambo, and along with my twin sister, Weedy Mambo, we take our favorite artists, musicians from so-called Canada and put them up to the task of answering our 20 questions in 20 minutes or less, whichever comes first. Now, if you've been religiously following the podcast, you know that most of the people we have on the show haven't necessarily fit into the 20 minutes, but that's okay because we love good conversations. But on today's episode, we witnessed true grit and determination from July Talk's Leia and Peter. Now, if this is the very first time you're being introduced to July Talk, be well aware that this episode contains just as much frenzied energy and amazing tension from the duo that has been beloved in the Canadian music scene for the past decade, specifically within their most recently released record, Remember Never Before, which has been, oh, what a pump of energy into my January. And so if you need a little bit of a kickstart in order to keep up with the pace that Leia and Peter push us to, Never fear, because we're going to start off with the closing track off of Remember Never Before, I Am Water. And then we'll get to see whether or not they make 20 or 20. Welcome, Leia and Peter. This is 20 or 20 here on Dominion. Welcome to the show. And here are the rules. We've got a list of 20 questions and you have 20 minutes to get through them, whichever comes first. We'll try not to babble on. 
(laughs) (laughs) And if you hit the bottom of the list of the questions, if you go through all 20, we'll add you to a super special list, a secret list that we've never added anyone to. Oh my God, stakes are high. (laughs) Okay, let's get going. Use our time wisely. Okay, I'm going to start the timer. Will you tell us when it's been a minute for each question? (laughs) That's cheating. That's cheating. Okay, I'll try and keep my uh, internal clock (laughs) accurate. (laughs) Okay. Okay, the first question we have for you is our typical 20 or 20 question, which is, where do you live and why do you live there? We live in Toronto in the West End and... We live in my grandparents' old house, which they bought in the 50s for like $5,000. And why do you live there out of all the other places in the world you could live? Well, it's really expensive to live in Toronto, but we've kind of been gifted the gift of affordable housing by living in this house. And so we try to share it as much as possible. Yeah, there's a sort of like a group of artists that come and go over the last many years and the house has a lot of juju. Leia's grandparents were artists of types. Leia's grandfather was like a set painter for the CBC so it's got a lot of like art feels in it. He also communicates from beyond the grave. Beyond the grave. And so it's a very magical house that many, many, many folks have lived in since you took over in 2009 it's like a real revolving door of yeah and when they first moved in there were like 13 people who lived here they really had to split up the rent so i feel like we wouldn't be truly happy anywhere else at this point yeah it's the it's the spot okay next question okay the next question um i'm a sucker for body parts being on album covers i don't know i just like seeing the grimy stuff and to a casual observer it would seem that you guys are big fans of Body parts being on album covers too. Do you guys have any strange bod body parts? Do you guys have any strange things you could do with your body? <laughs> I can do this weird thing with my chin. Oh, where yeah. it kind of yeah, I can show you. Yes, you I would like to see. see. You're, and you, you, a great you, podcast you can material. describe it to the listeners. Okay, I can do this. Right now, she is wiggling her chin like a muppet. It looks like a like a muppet. <laughs> <laughs> She's a puppet. Yeah, if I drew some eyes on my chin, it would be a you'd it would be more like a puppet. That's true. That's kind of my weird thing. How I about feel you? like our body body part fascination on album covers started with this guy Charlie Burke, who's a painter in Toronto who does hyper realistic portraits of buds and uh friends from Toronto's art scene and so he did a variety of paintings of our bodies like And we had, he ended up doing like six or seven of them for his show. We only used a few of them, but they're like these kind of crazy. And that was our second record. And then, you know, this record, we got really grimy and the front cover is like a. Just my mouth. A really grimy shot of Leia's mouth. We just loved it too much and we just fell in love with it. And I think we have the same kind of fascination where we don't want things to be too perfect. Yeah, that's true. Also, there was a moment we were going to put my butt on the cover. (laughs) That was very close. Yeah, that's true. We were just like, people kept being like, we need a really catchy thumbnail. And I was like, you know what people want? People want butts. (laughs) I'm going to put on my bathing suit and take a photo of my ass. It's a great photo. Anyway, and then we were like, no, we can't do this. Do you have the photo? We do. We probably have to put it out at some point. Yeah, Yeah, make it it like a... (laughs) Please do. Okay, we got to speed up. Next question. 
Okay. The next question is, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's the highest level of pain that you've ever been in, and when was it? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, it's gross, but the only time that I, I... I don't think that men can go to a 10 because they do not go into labor. But, like, let's say I went to a 7 or 8. I, I had a really disgusting thumb break when I was a kid that was just horrifically disgusting to look at and feel. I, I don't know. Should I go into detail? <laughs> no, no. Did your thumb recover? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had gum surgery this summer, which is All where right, they yeah. take a piece of gum from the top of your mouth. Like they graft some skin from the top of your mouth and then they try to build you a new gum with it. And I'd say it was like a, I'd say it was like a six. Okay. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, mad respect for the tens. I can't say that. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you get there unless you. Kind of jumping off what you're saying is, uh, what would the weirdest scar that you have on your body be? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The one that comes to mind is such a dumb story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Okay. Got home from school. It was like grade eight. And we had this old kitchen table in my house and underneath, you know, the part you can pull it open and you can like add a leaf in the middle of the table or take it out. And I like had smoked a bit of weed and I got high and I got my fingers stuck in the mechanism that like pulls the table apart. And I had to wait until a family member got home and they sawed me out. Like they, they had to saw the mechanism out and the saw just like went through and oh my cut God. my finger. <laughs> And I was just high and just sad. <laughs> and you could probably couldn't tell them you were high. No, definitely you're not. A child. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's my weirdest scar. It's just like a cut on my uh, on my index finger. I have one on my hand that I got from dancing in my room when I was ten years old, <laughs> and I was trying to do a cool hand move. And then I have another one that is on I my face because I jumped into a uh, fountain and tried to swim towards a light in Germany and was like, Oh my God, this is, you know, like it felt like a real mermaid moment, but then I didn't realize that when you like swim into the light, it's just a light fixture. <laughs> so I kind of split my mouth open. Anyway, <laughs> next question. <That's> awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of swimming towards the light in your album, you guys kind of reference a lot of things that are similar, you know, the sky or the ocean. And there's a part where you say that the water is red, but what about the sky? If it wasn't blue, what color do you think it should be? I think it should be pink or salmon, orange. That's beautiful. I think if it could be like perpetual sunset. Well, we might get tired of it, but it'd be nice. I could go for like f five years at least of perpetual sunset. I'll go with that. I like that. Next question. I really want to get on this list. <laughs> What's the largest amount of money you spend in one go? And what did you buy? Probably our van. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah, we bought uh, we bought our first van for like $4,000 and we sp end up spending like $10,000 keeping it on the road over the first few years of being a band. And so the next time we were like, we're going to buy like a new-ish van instead. And we bought our van in 2013 and we spent like $19,000 or something like that. And knock on wood... It's been really kind to us, and we've kept kept her nicely. Uh, she's a grandmother now. She's she's been us around the world. I think we calculated she's been to the moon and back like 
two and a half times or three yeah. and a half times or something. It's probably more than that now. Yeah, and uh, and uh, it's it's really a member of our lives, and so I feel like it was money well spent. Yeah, and we haven't haven't had to like done do tons of work to keep her on the road. Okay, next question. Oh, little space rover. <laughs> okay, the next question is: Can you solve a Rubik's cube, or is there any sort of puzzle type trick that you can solve? No. <laughs> For brevity, let's just say no and move on. <laughs> I want to make this list. <laughs> Are you a hat person? Yes, I think so. A hat person? Yeah, like, do you look good in hats? Do you like hats? Yeah, yeah. I do have a theory, quick theory to share, is that <laughs> if people become too heavily into hats, they lose themselves in the process. And the world would always love you for being you more than you in a cool hat. Like, I think particularly men can get really into wearing these big hats. And then you're like, but I like you. You're a snowflake. You look like no one else in the world. Just be you. Don't be your hat. Next question. Wow, that's so deep. <laughs> that was very deep. Um, what is the most important piece of furniture that you own or currently in your space? Would it be the couch? We're looking at this beautiful piano that I think is probably up there. But I guess probably more so this. Yeah. Should we show them? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Idea? Yes, it's, show, show. It's functioning as our altar right now. So but again, the, the it's like It's something my grandparents bought. It's an antique. And um, it's like a gold table with like these like bearded dudes. They got it, they got it at, a, uh, at an auction, I guess. Yeah. Hundreds of years old. And it weighs so much. It's so heavy. It's like we can't ever get rid of it for that reason. We use it as an altar, so we put all these special things there that we love. So, yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Oh, my goodness. How do you flip? There There we go. go. Okay. We back. Okay. Well, that was awesome. So, there's a part where you say Lilith is a lot like you, and she was banished for not obeying Adam, et cetera, et cetera, for those who don't know. Do you think you're hard to love? Well, for Valentine's Day. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like isn't everyone both hard and easy to love? <laughs> um, I'm glad you know who Lilith is. <laughs> that makes me really happy. Book, yeah, that I started reading. Yeah, before I even heard the album about Lilith, I don't remember the guy's name who wrote it, but it was. It's a classic literature book. Uh, it's pretty dark, but it's good. Yeah, she's fascinating. Yeah, I feel like that's that was a really cool line for. I love that verse yeah. that you wrote. How about you, Peter? Uh, I think that I'm like in this phase of my life, probably more focused on trying to stop being a people pleaser. And like, Mm. I think I like have an urge inside me that like wants to be easier to love. And I think I need to like stand my ground more often. Yeah, I had. okay. one really quick story. We're playing show in in uh, Calgary. And we were, like, making this compilation video at the end of the year of, like, this is our 2022. And there's a video that I found that someone took of me. I'm on stage and someone throws something at the stage and it hits me in the face. And I go on to tell them, like, it's okay. Like, someone just threw something at me and it hit me in the face. And I just want to tell you that it's not your fault because I have a magnetic face. And every time someone throws something at me, it just will hit me in the face. So I don't want you to feel bad. And and then I, like, pick up the thing and I'm like, this is so beautiful. Thank you so much. And I was like, oh, like, come on. Like, you are, oh, 
like none of this. Don't be so docile. Jeez. That's like the yeah, the top of the biggest example. Exactly. It's like so yes, like I find that person very easy to love, but there's like a part of me that hates that person and is like, don't throw things at the fucking stage. No, that's crazy. Anyway, next question. Okay. <laughs> I'm next getting question. activated. Next um, question. Okay. Did you have any imaginary friends growing up? Or do you have any imaginary friends right now? Tell us everything you can remember or you know about them, their names, identities, where they live, everything. You had one. Did I? Tommy. Wasn't it a rabbit? Well, no, it was more like a. I had this Tommy rabbit bit that I did, but it was for like charades. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like an imaginary friend. The imaginary friend thing was more that my sister was like deep into that. And my sister's like three and a half years older than me. And then I think for me, it was like more like I wanted to do it because I wanted something of my own. But I wasn't immensely connected to those beings. It was more just like a little little sibling thing that you do to like kind of have your own space, if that makes sense. How about you? Did you have one? I don't know. I didn't, but my grandfather was like... I really loved him and was, like, obsessed with him when I was a kid, and he was one of my best friends. So when he died, I kind of, like, didn't accept it. And at his funeral, I was, like, staring at the casket being, like, this is a joke, right? Like, you're going to just pop back up. And then it didn't happen. I was really sad. But I think that I kind of, like, talked to him and imagined him a lot. And, He's and still like, around. Stayed. Yeah, totally. And I think it's because I kept up our friendship throughout <laughs> my childhood. <Big> <laughs> Yeah, that's really sweet. But, uh, I love how you mentioned your grandfather, like how he's just been in different parts of you know your life still even now. And jumping to the next question, what is, or do you have any family secrets? Oh, man. So many. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think all families do. Um, yeah, there's like, there's my dad was adopted, so I've kind of like found out a bunch of stuff about his fam. Um, I've been in contact with some of those people and he's like not really interested, which I really respect. And he's said to me, like, you can figure out whatever you want and just I'll let you know if I want to know. So it's kind of like an ongoing family secret. And I think my grandfather like was a witch. (laughs) (laughs) That's a secret. That's a secret. like the Salem witch trials? No, no. Well, I mean, potentially. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just like when I moved into this house, I like had to go through their whole library and everything. Like, he's just like out of body travel and like astral plane projections and like the occult and like introduction to witchcraft and all of this. And stuff. he wired this house like he did all the electric in it, and he's very present. He communicates in that. through yeah, the lights. Yeah. And also, yeah, there's lots of different ways, but yeah. Next question. Let's move it. That's intense. Oh my gosh. Get some one word, guys. (laughs) What was the last album you purchased? Last record I purchased was oh, uh, Ingredient. Oh yeah. I don't know if you know Ingredient. It's uh, Ian Daniel Kehoe. I don't know the other guy very well, but Ian Kehoe had that band Marine Dreams, and he was in Attack in Black, and they uh, just played at. Bar on Lansdowne, basement bar on Lansdowne. That was really, really good. So I bought their new record. It's like sort of like minimalist avant-garde synth pop. It's really good. Yeah. I think for me it was Daniela Gesundheit who used to go by Snowblink. And uh, she released this like really beautiful box set. It showed up right before Hanukkah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's crazy. Is your belly button an innie or an outie? 
Well, both of you. Both of your respective singular buttons. Mine's like an abyss. It like doesn't, it goes in forever. Like I have to clean it with a Q-tip. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably. Mine's just an innie, standard innie. Standard innie. Because there's also very normal innie. <laughs> However, I don't know if anyone's belly button's completely normal. but No. Next question. Okay. The next question is how often do you buy new things? Um. <laughs> Never and lots. <laughs> Never and lots. Next question. Imagine you're at a party. It could be a dinner party or anything. What part of the room are you sitting at or most likely situated at? Kitchen. The floor. Next question. Yeah, you're, you're big on the floor. Ooh, what's on the, what's on the floor? Just any floor. I don't know. I find it grounding to just like get what on the floor. Mean? Just get low. <laughs> Grounding. Find it grounding. Yeah, you're always like cross-legged on the floor in the midst of a party, even when it's like kind of a dirty floor in the winter in Canada. You're just always down there with your buds. Yeah, it just feels good. Oh, yeah. I'm like a cat. Yeah, I like the kitchen parties. That's my. I'm love. near the radiator usually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the floor near the radiator. You're Next question. Radiator leak. Yeah. Oh my god, we have to speed up. How many questions? Oh my gosh, we have yeah, left? we have. Uh, either one or two more questions left nice so the next person we're interviewing is tommy from the band animal boy animal boy do you have a question that we should ask him oh i guess who's his favorite famous tommy because it's a great great famous person name my personal favorite tommy would be tommy stinson i think but there's so many good tommies out in the world and i'm curious how he feels about his name i'd say i want to know are you into astrology? Why or why not? Oh. And the final question we have is, what is your favorite saying? And I will write this in my journal because I was writing quotes in my journal this morning. Oh. I know it's like the worst question. It's so long. Oh, my God. I have to think about um, You have one minute and 15 seconds. Oh, my God. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Favorite saying is tough. Um, I would say my favorite saying... You won't break oh, my soul I, is mine. Oh, you won't break my soul. This is good. You won't break my soul. We have a saying like <laughs> me and my buds from Alberta that's called a junkstification. And it's a joke from, you know, we grew up and using a lot of drugs. And so the idea is that like when you're not being honest with yourself and you're kind of like saying, well, I'll just do this. It's called a junkstification in the sense of like, you should really not be, but maybe that's offensive. It's a justification. <laughs> but it's a junkie, junkie oh, justification. Is I that ju- is that too oh. offensive? I'm sorry. Anyway, here I am. End, here I am. End world. scene. How how do we do? How do we do? You guys made it with 20 seconds to spare. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> You've entered the all-time record list. I feel like we're very talky people so this structure really benefits us yeah because we don't just we'll just blather, blather forever really Thank appreciate you. it no this is the first time that we're like do you actually want to hit the 20 questions <laughs> <laughs> i think we took it very seriously yeah i'm i'm very impressed but thank you so much for joining us today and uh, for getting through the questions. Well, your questions yeah, were amazing. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to hear all of them. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, they're always fun to just write random stuff. Really appreciate meeting you both and uh, enjoy your time with friends. Twenty Year Twenty is brought to you by Dominion Native, Canada's best only Canadian music site, in my opinion. There you have it. Our first officially official crown king and queen of the podcast, 
Peter and Leah of the band Why Talk. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to check out their music and especially their most recently released record, Remember Never Before, out now on streaming and also available to buy on Bandcamp. As a fellow Rambler myself, I gotta give them big props. I would pay good money to hear the entirety of their full ramblings. They were so much fun to talk to and I have nothing but love for the band. During the episode, I also briefly mentioned a line that Leah has, which talks about Lilith, I now realize is written by the father of fantasy himself, George MacDonald. So if you are someone who wants to get back into the history, see the mentor of Lewis Carroll and the inspiration of J.R.R. Tolkien's work, check out George MacDonald's stuff. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for joining us. Catch us next week as we talk to Tommy from the, from the band Animal Boy. And listen to the other episodes. Have a good afternoon, evening, or good night. 